Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello. I'm actor, performer, writer, comedian, broadcaster, Ben Volchok. Everyone's favorite portrayer of... The character of the orphan in Sandro and Zach's oldie but a goodie. Some of you might remember me from such classic moments as I don't think the name of your podcast really lines up with my values. And hey, I think it would be better if you watch some quality films on this show. However, I'm not here to talk about the films or the podcast really. I'm here to talk about my own performance, my own role. That of the orphan, the popular figure of ridicule sometimes, but affection mostly, that has been accompanying Sandro and Zack on their time-travelling cinematic journey. So as a companion piece to the commentary that Sandro and Zack themselves, the erstwhile hosts of the podcast, will be providing, I thought I'd add my own little insights into what made... These little quotes, so special. Play clip one. Orphan? Does that mean my mummy and daddy are fucking dead? Sorry for swearing, my name a child. Yeah, so I remember where I was when I recorded this one. I was uh, at home, as I was most of the times when I recorded material for this podcast. It was probably an evening. I think I recorded most of these on the same day. Anyway, this really gets to, you know, it's the first clip of this little compilation, but I think it really gets to the heart of what uh, defines this orphan, quite literally defines this orphan, as in his parents are no longer with him. And something that inspired me, I suppose, to instill the orphan with such a sense of discovery and you know, realization was this idea set about by Socrates that a life unexamined is not worth living. And this orphan really is examining his own life in in very much the first time. And this sense of bewilderment and kind of acknowledgement and really truly grasping and what he is for the first time perhaps in his life was something that I thought I would bring to my performance and characterization for this for this particular clip. Um, I I think it's one of my favorites. Um, so, yeah, thanks thanks for including it in the show. Let's move on. Would you like a loaf of bread or an apple? Now this one's really sweet. This one is um, you know seeing the orphan's kind of altruistic, philanthropic side. Even though he has no parents, he has to kind of survive day to day on the streets. He's still imbued with a sense of generosity that I think 
countermands the principles that you normally might expect. You know, you might see this figure who needs, uh, this figure of want, and you might think, oh, we must provide for this figure. But in fact, I have subverted these expectations and these connotations, these notions of society, perhaps, that then the orphan becomes the figure who is providing, you know, despite the struggles that the orphan figure is going through. I I thought it would be quite uh, an interesting sense of light and shade, you know, to the world of this boy that would then, you know, collect inside of him these nuances uh, of, of, of really, you know, wanting to give uh, rather than to be given. And and so, yeah, would you like a loaf of bread or an apple? It's really simple foods, you know, something that he can still acquire, but still something that he must acquire. You know, this resourceful character, this character who can sort of pull himself up by the bootstraps and, and really survive. Wow! Now, gosh, you you know you 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 got to remember that this uh, this boy is a boy. You know, this child is a child, and at the end of the day, you got to remember that any sort of misadventures that he might have, any kind of you know rumbles he might get into, the scraping by on the skin of his teeth, he's still at at his very core a child, and and this really speaks to the sense of wonder that all children possess. Um, you know, can't help but being surprised by something that's going on because he hasn't, you know, despite all of the experience he might have had in the situation that he's been thrust into by society, he's still naive and he's still kind of bereft of the experience that an adult might possess. And so really, I thought I'd I'd, I'd really push this angle of, oh, wow, you know, you see, he's still got this childlike sense of amazement uh, within him. He, you, you know, we really, all of us need to be in touch with that inner sense of, of childlike wonder. Uh, and so I, th- I thought it might be a little bit inspiring, you know. Um, so I'm, 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 glad, I'm glad you picked up on that and decided to include this in, in the compilation. Um, thanks for that. Um, why don't we check out the next uh, clip? It's a mystery. It's a mystery. Now, see, on the surface, you might think that this is quite an obvious parallel to clip number three, the the wow factor. But in actuality, I think there are more worlds apart than you, than you might at first imagine. Uh, this is more of a cynical side. You know, this is more of a jaded kind of... If the first clip of the wow was, oh my god, I haven't experienced this before, this is a totally new experience to me, clip number four, the one you just heard, it's a mystery, it's a mystery, it's more of a resigned sort of we'll never get to the bottom of, you know, the never understood parts of the universe. It's really a way of expressing that for all of your knowledge and wisdom, you know, and and yes, this this child has acquired a little bit of it amongst his travels. Really, at the end of the day, even if he was a wizened old man who had gone through the hardships of, 
you know, hell and back that really even then th- there are there are some things that are that are, are unexplained for example i you know why do we always have to cut our toenails you know we cut our toenails and then they grow and then you just have to kind of cut them again i don't understand why you know you you don't you can't just cut them once and that, and that's it fingernails i kind of get you know because they're you know, you use your hands quite a lot more than your feet. But toenails, I don't know. I don't know that we'll really ever get to the bottom of it. And so it, it, it it's it's sort of phenomena like this that I, I wanted to kind of channel into this delivery of the line. Uh, it's a mystery. It's a mystery. You know, w- one of the things that kind of not many people would uh would sort of pick up on i think with the with the the way i play the orphan is it's it's this polarity um that i think gives the depth to the character that makes him you know loved time and time again uh, no matter how many times these clips might be played over the course of the show they still they come back to this core truth this universality uh, of experience, I suppose. I I know I've said the word experience quite a number of times in a number of contexts, but it's really, it's really key. I think it's the integral. If I had to sum up the, you know, essence of the character of the orphan, it's something I keep in my head every time I, you know, speak the lines and, and perform the lines, even if it's just audio. It's this, it's this sense of experience and that everyone's experience is different. And that everyone's experience is multifaceted. And and really, this it's a mystery. It's a mystery. You know, I think he's past the point of experience that he knows that some things in life will never be explained, you know, at a sort of counterpoint to the previous wow. It's really, yeah, it's, it's, quite, it's quite a fascinating, you know, sort of uh, juxtaposition, if you will. Um, but at the same time, you know, it's all contained in this one body, you know, this one soul. Uh, and I think that's really what what makes it tick, what makes it click. I don't know what you're talking about, you blubbin' C-section. Now, the orphan doesn't often get angry. The orphan is happy-go-lucky, you know, for the most part. But some things, you know, cut deep. You know, this is a traumatized child at the end of the day. This is someone whose parents have died, who's been thrust onto the streets. And so so occasionally, you know, his emotional responses might not be as considered as uh, as he might like. Sorry, that was uh, my alarm to trim my toenails. Yeah, and so and so this was, you know, he's he's been through the ringer and something i think this was in response to something zach said that really hurt him and i think he was also at the same time learning about swear words you know some people think that swear words are kind of a blight on language but i think that they're they're an extra way of expressing how you feel there's some emotions and situations that don't really lend themselves to more conversational parlance and and i think the case of the orphan really brings that into light because you know there's all these sorts of things that he's been through that he can't put words to because you know at at the end of the day he's also 
he's also a child who might not know, you know, of quite a full vocabulary. And and so I think it was really uh, quite good-hearted of Sandra and Zach to to include a moment where the orphan learns. Some might say the more unsavory parts of uh, the English language, but I I would say it's 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 color, it's you know, it's a, a character, it's texture, and and it's it's things maybe that he he didn't know how to put into words before, and you know they went through the kind of regular words that we all sort of go to when we're feeling a little bit annoyed or or. or you know and then and then it got to the c word and they wanted to come up with a different c word and so obviously kind of side by side you'd see a reproductive system and you'd see okay there's the vulva there's the vagina but then what does that lead to you know you get pregnancies and then how how else can you potentially you know, give birth is through a, through a C-section. And I think, I think it was this kind of lateral thinking, quick thinking that, that, that really epitomized much of the, uh, much of the recording on this podcast. It was, it's, it's really, you, you know, despite the lengths that, that are gone for all of the scripting of the, of the show, sometimes a situation arises and you've just, you've just got to come up with something from, from the back of your head. And this was one of those happenings. And yeah, the, the C-section idea just kind of like logicked its way out through my mouth. And, and it really stuck because it was, you know, again, it was playing to this uh, inexperiencedness coupled with an experiencedness that really it's deep, it's deeper than you think. And I was I was really privileged to be given such a juicy role um for the for the duration of the of the season and and the bloomin you know the bloomin which is kind of like it's not a full swear word is it it's really kind of like a minced oath instead of saying saying bloody you say bloomin and then you have c section which you know kind of replaced cunt and it was it was this really endearing thing, despite the kind of ferocity, despite the ire in the orphan's voice. It was really actually quite an endearing uh, facet to the boy, and and it was you know it became a hallmark moment because of this really culmination of the whirlwind of different parts of what make up a human being. Yeah, look, there's there's many, many more that I would love to talk to you about, but I think that's my time. Um, so thank you so much for joining me on this um, special commentary of these five key clips of the orphan's uh, world. Um, I hope to talk to you soon. Thanks so much. Howdy, it's me, Selly McSeller, back again with another ad. Are you all so sad that the Friday the 13th movies ended after number four, the final chapter? Well, worry not, because over on Patreon.com forward slash OldieBuddyGoodyPod, Zach and Sandro are finally reviewing Friday the 13th 5, A New Beginning. 
this one, this one is a movie. It certainly is a movie, and they have thoughts and opinions about this movie, like in this clip right here. So when he kills the stutter guy, he moves that guy's body into the same bed as yes. Robin. It's so dumb. And then stabs Robin, and then picks them both up. Both And up. moves them to the goth's room, kills her, and then takes all three of them and moves them to another place to scare the final girl. It's very dumb. Why is he moving around the bodies? He puts like three bodies in one room. Like, he kills one guy, hides him in a bedroom. Makes sense, right? He did a Kevin Bacon. That's a Kevin Bacon. They did that in the first one. That's a that's cla classic Kevin Bacon right there. Yeah. But then the lady goes into the same room, very funny, you know, gets in the same bed with the dead guy, classic. turns around, oh my god, there's a dead guy, gets killed. Classic. classic. But Incredible. then he decides to move those two bodies from that room. Very dumb. Why would he do that? I don't know. There's no reason. Oh boy, Friday the 13th Part 5 is certainly a movie, and you can check out the episode on it right now at patreon.com forward slash oldiebuddygoodypod. There's going to be consistent Friday the 13th episodes for quite a few months now that the boys are back into it. I can't wait. Also get ad-free and early episodes there too. Yeehaw! I'm an American. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 